Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Spiritual Insights with Charlotte Spicer. Spirituality and Metaphysics Talk Radio, featuring a course in miracles, dream interpretation, guided meditation, and the psychic and metaphysics free-for-all. It's your opportunity to consult with a professional psychic medium, discuss past lives, the chakras, and more. We are non-denominational, and there are no limits. Want to change your life? You must first change your mind. 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 No matter your religious structure, cultivate peace in your reality through self-awareness with an authentic spiritual teacher. And now, your host, Charlotte Spicer. Well, hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, I'd like to offer an, a very warm welcome to all new listeners. And uh, thank you for uh, tuning in and calling in for a medium reading with uh, Psychic Healer and Channel Shaman Rye. He joins me the third Tuesday of every month at 3 p.m. Eastern, where callers are welcome to call in to receive a mini reading. He is a Psychic Healer and Channel, and we will take as many calls as we can for an hour and a half. If you're not familiar with Shaman Rai, he's a psychic medium, a medical intuitive, and healer. He also channels messages from beings of light, ascended masters, and archangels. He uses his clairvoyant, clairaudient, clairsentient, and empathic abilities and provides information about those who are alive or deceased. He holds a Ph.D. in social and personality psychology and naturopathy. He is also certified in Reiki, integrated energy therapy, and hypnosis. He can see the condition of the body and identify underlying physical or emotional issues for you. As appropriate, he brings in divine energies to initiate a physical, emotional, or spiritual healing process. So you can call in with one question per person to connect to someone on the other side or to look into any physical or emotional pains in a quick psychic reading and possible healing. As preparation, you must ensure that you are in a quiet environment, free of wind, traffic, conversations, or other noise. We need to protect the integrity of the archives so that people can tune in without those distractions. If you would like to schedule a private consultation with Shaman Rai, you can visit his website at shamanrai.com, and that is spelled S-H-A-M-A-N-R-A-I.com. Also, if you're new to the show, Recently, I announced that I will be coming out with a brand new digital magazine, and we'll talk about that for a moment. But first, join me in welcoming Shaman Rai back to the show for his monthly segment. How are you, my dear? I'm doing fabulous. How are you, Charlotte? I'm the same. It's uh, The energies lately are amazing. I've seen so many miracles over the past few days. I am flying high, seriously. Well, the energy just keeps on rising and rising on the earth. It's just it's beautiful. Uh, for some, it, it's a little bit uncomfortable, but uh, overall, it's all good energy. It's just love energy at a higher and higher vibration. Absolutely. Since you mentioned that, Shaman Rai, I think we should offer some tips to the listeners if they are having a bit of a hard time right now. And um, I'll share very briefly. What, what I tell my students in my classes is that um, if you're having a, a turbulent time with the energies that are shifting because it's happening very quickly – what you want to focus on is um, anything that is holding you back either emotionally or in your lifestyle and move into a place of acceptance so that you can process the shift 
much more smoothly invite into your life what is for your highest good. What tips do you like to offer people? Well, you know, I, I actually want to take it from my experience with, with my partner because I think there are many people who have uh, various conditions that make them especially sensitive to the energies. In her case, she had Lyme's disease, and, and, and they say she has Parkinson's. And we have a friend who has uh, MS. And what we find is that these energies, as they're coming up, they may lead them to have uh, their body shaking or, or their heart. And, you know, really, you need to be well, make sure that you drink plenty of water, get the rest. And I know that's another problem that many are having right now, that it's very difficult to sleep through the night. I know I'm having difficulty a lot of the time, and it's because of the energy. So you, when your body tells you to, you really do need to get that extra rest, lie down, take a nap if you can, put your feet up and relax. But uh, the hydrating and, and the rest are really important and naturally the good food is, is most important, and we all break that. We all have our sugars when, when we need it, you know, when we feel like we, we deserve it. But, you know, keep the diet as healthy as we can because that's going to help the body perform better. Absolutely, absolutely. So I've been getting as much water as, pro as possible, as much sleep as possible. Although for me, you know, my normal process is I'm awake at 420 just about every day unless I'm really exhausted. But that's where one of my spikes are. It's where the the veil between the two worlds thins, and that's normal for mediums. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's been that's been a part of my life for decades, so it doesn't really bother me. Um, so I just float for well, a while. I, I, I have a similar kind of thing. I'm I'm waking up at around three o'clock in the morning, and that's you know I'm, I'm going to bed early because I know I'm going to be getting up really early, and mm -hmm. uh, and like before. I took a, a little nap in order to prepare for the show and have my energy there. So, you know, you're right. It, it, we each have our own body cycles that we're going to go through. But um, I know from my partner, she's been waking up an awful lot multiple times. And um, I know other people who are having a similar kind of situation where they're just not getting sleep for a few days in a row. They're not getting good night's sleep. And that's, they, they know you know, and everybody should know that it's really just the rising energy which is helping to move our bodies into the life bodies to crystallize our bodies and, and to transform our DNA, basically. So it's all for our highest good, even though it may feel uncomfortable. Absolutely. Um, I also want to throw out there that if you are not getting enough sleep, uh, if you have time that you can carve out of your day, 15 minutes of meditation, can possibly do the trick for you in balancing out the energies in your body that are off balance at the moment. Um, well, I wanted to mention, I, I had announced in a previous show that I was attending an event in Boca Raton, Florida, which I attended over the weekend, and it was the 50th anniversary of the birth of A Course in Miracles, where they first started scribing it. And I had a terrific time. I gave a brief talk that was well-received. And I got to meet my frequent guest on the show, Carol Howe. And, and I got a chance to tell a lot of great people about my show and about the announcement I made recently, which was about the magazine that I'm working on right now and hope to launch by July of 2015, which will be a lot um, deeper than we can basically go in conversation. I know we go deep. But this will be an opportunity for you, me, and everybody involved to go a little deeper into subjects 
with regard to spirituality and cultivating a metaphysical lifestyle. Like we're giving tips to people with the meditation and um, various things we can do for energy or to make our homes more pleasant and more peaceful. So involved in the magazine will be major topics, uh, some of which are guidance from spirit, channeled messages from ascended beings, and you will be part of that Shaman Rai. You'll be sending us uh, messages from St. Michael, as well as other entities who may download information to you, correct? Correct. I look forward to it, yeah. Yeah, well, you already gave me the one, so I'm all set with that. And then I will. It, there will be Metaphysics 101, where we're going to actually teach people how to do these things, increase their intuition, um, develop their spiritual path, all kinds of good stuff like that, as well as um, fun stuff I'll have on the lighter side. I'll be doing dream interpretation, of course. And I will also have a column. You'll think this is funny. Um, one of the things I do uh, when clients call me, they'll call me when something weird happens, air quotes. And like someone, a friend, was, um, they, she kept losing her gas cap to her car and wanted to know why. And I go into an interpretive mode and tell her what's going on in her mind and in her subconscious mind to make this clue keep repeating itself to tell her what she needs to fix in her thinking to improve her situation. And so I'm going to invite readers and listeners to send those stories in, and I will interpret it, and I will call that column, Dear Shar, WTF, question mark, exclamation point, exclamation point, question mark. So, you know, so just throw anything weird that happens, traffic patterns, someone said something that you didn't expect. Like in my life once, and people may be able to relate to this, um, I was driving in my car and someone almost broadsided me. It didn't happen, thankfully, but it really got me to sit up and pay attention. And when I got home, what happened was I got a phone call from somebody who was having some kind of weird reaction, and they literally broadsided me with all of these insults. And I managed to mm. get control of it and turn it around and help them you know, through the process of detaching and looking at their reaction and examining their emotions to see why they felt that way or what I was reflecting in them that made them so angry. Um, so those things, this is how I perceive my life. I, I go with these clues every day. So I'm happy to help others with the, air quotes again, random events that seem to happen because nothing is random, there are no accidents, and everything means something because it's all a reflection of your consciousness. So that'll be fun to explore. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's, it's going to be great. You have great ideas, Charlotte. Oh, thank you. So if you want to learn more, ladies and gentlemen, go to my website, spiritualinsightsradio.com. You can learn more about the magazine and find ways that you can contribute, whether in the form of photos, stories, sending in your miracle moments, all kinds of stuff. There's more than 15 ways in which to do that. If you have content you'd like to submit, that, that's all set up. You can do that, too, if you have an idea for an article. I'd like to hear your thoughts. And at the website, there is also a complete listing of all of the episodes for Spiritual Insights Radio, organized by category, and then you can hear additional segments with Shaman Rai and myself under the Featured Psychics on SIR, which stands for Spiritual Insights Radio, under that tab, and then you can also see his upcoming schedule. So, there we have it, all buttoned up. So, shall we go to the phones? Let's go for it. Okay, first up is area code 313, followed by area code 814, then area code 914, 501, and 202. I will keep refreshing that list as we move on. Please ask just one question. 
whether you want to speak to someone on the other side or look into a physical malady or get clarity in a situation. All those types of questions are welcome, and please be sure it's a quiet environment. And here we go, area code 313, bringing you on live. Area code 313. Hey. 313, my name is Sherelle. How you all doing today That's on this beautiful day? Oh, Sherelle, Great, Sherelle. your voice. What's your question today, honey? Messages from the other side, please and thank you. Bring it to me, baby. <laughs> well, let, let me ask you. I've had, I've had two. I've had two visions. One before we we uh, fully opened up, and then one as you came on. Um, I, I saw something about paddles, um, but now these were not like ping pong paddles. They were long, very long. Actually, like something from the islands, possibly, but they were long and huh? um, rectangular. Does that have any meaning for you, Cheryl? No, I don't have no idea what you're talking okay. about. That's okay. <laughs> just just be with it. The other one, I said, as you were opening up, it looked like a small house, a rather small house with a very roof, a very, uh, I'm now seeing an angel coming over to the roof of that house, a peaked roof, but it looked like there were three people standing in front of it, like on the stoop of the house, um, and, but it was a small house. It almost reminds me of a gingerbread type of house. That's how small it kind of looked. Um, does that mean something for you, Sherelle? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's metaphoric in both cases, perhaps? Yeah. Huh? And that's why I say you just you just be with it and, and reflect on it later on because it may mean something for you later on. Okay. Um, I don't I don't get any message. I just asked, is there any messages from the other side? And they said no. Um, wow. I think I, the only thing I'm getting that's interesting is this angel keeps staying around here. Um, and, and and it has a name, Yadkil, something like that. Um, and so well, I always try to connect. That, I always again? try to connect, meditate. I said I always try to connect, meditate, and I don't. I be trying to ask, you know, who is my angels, my guides are, and I don't, I don't never hear, feel, see, feel, receive any messages. But but hmm. he's getting one for you now, Sherelle. His the name is Yadkiel, and I spelled it Y A D K I E L. That's your angel. What's he? What's Yad-Kiel. that? What's that angel saying, Shaman Roy? Okay. And, and, and but the the angel is sticking around that that house. Do you do you currently live in a house? Are you in, are you in a family right now with with a child? Um, it's just me and my mom at the moment, and we like live in a complex. But we are in the process of moving. We have what twenty five days, my mother Pinion, and we moved into my grandmother's house that passed away back in two thousand eleven. And my and, sister and has a small? baby. No, it's and a big house. Your sister has a baby. It's yeah, a big house. And, mm-hmm. All right. This has something to do with a small house, and uh, that's all I'm getting. I'm sorry, Cheryl. That's all I'm getting. We'll have to see what, what develops from that. If I can piggyback okay. on that, what it feels like to me is that the first vision of the tropical paddles means, like, you know, when when they're rowing a boat in, like, Hawaii, and it's a very soft, gentle motion, it's not choppy water, mm-hmm. it's very serene. So I think that vision is for you to say that your near future will be very much more peaceful. And I think this is a good move for you. And I think the small house signifies closeness of family 
as well, well as. I, mean, I want a house. I've been. I was just talking to my best friend about me getting my own place. Okay. So maybe this. Maybe. Which, I don't know. Part maybe of that's confirmation. It. But I think. But I think the message here is: don't worry. Everything is on its way. Um, you will get more peace. And this angel is watching over you, and, and just stay open to the process, and that person will come through to you, whether in a dream or through inklings or a feeling of deja vu, all types of ways they can let you know they're there. So just keep so. looking for the signs. Okay, sweetheart? Okay. Thank you both, and you'll have a blessed, great, safe day. You too, dear. Thank you. You too. Thank you. You're welcome. I love Sherelle. All right, area code 814, bringing you live on the air. Welcome to the show. What's your name? Hi, this is Amy. Amy, nice to meet you. What is your question for Shaman Rye today? Um, my question is, I'm trying to get clarity. Um, do you see anything coming up for me in the change of a job to change well, what, careers? What, I, what I'm seeing is that you're about to go on a very uh, – what, what I'm seeing first – Imagine the, uh, the uh, a jet and and the jet engine, and imagine uh, the power that comes through the jet engine. So that's where it first focused on, and this plane started to move fast, rapidly fast. So I think what it's saying is that your burners are lit. You're about ready to move forward into uh, a very uh, very positive environment, a very powerful environment. You're going to make a very powerful move in a very short period of time. That's basically what it's showing me. Is that helpful, Amy? Okay. You're basically clear for takeoff. Yep. Okay. Because I so, did put in for a job that I thought I was going to get, and I just found out last week that I didn't get the job. Then something better yeah, don't, than don't, Exactly. Don't don't be put okay. off by one thing happening. You just you, The right thing will happen. You just have to stay open and allow the energy to flow through you so that you can okay. create it. You're the one who's you're the one who's manifesting it. So if there's any doubt in your mind about a job, that that is kind of a block. So you want to stay open and just receptive. And if things are not happening, just know that something, just as Cheryl said, something better, something more appropriate is coming your way within within the next three to six months. It may take, but you're you're on your way to doing that. Okay. Let's- what I'm feeling from you, Amy, is are you a bit of a worrier? Yes. I'm being kind. Um, what what I'd like to do, Amy, is Shaman Rai, let's give her a mantra that she can use so that it will occupy her thoughts because I feel, Amy, that you, uh, you're you very strong-minded and when you get stuck in that ricochet of the thoughts going, what's going to happen? Is it going to be this? What will it look like? You want to detach from that? And try to remain as positive as possible, and you want to live and breathe. Every breath is success, change, embracing change and being comfortable with it, as well as um, trusting at a very deep level that the, the best is coming in for you, even if it's just a stepping stone that leads to something better, that it will unfold in the way it's supposed to, in the timing that it's supposed to, and using a mantra will help you stay focused on that so that you don't accidentally block it. So why don't... Why don't we try a mantra of the perfect career and opportunity is coming to me at this moment, so that way it's po- it's positive and it's timeless. The, the the perfect career and opportunity is coming to me at this moment, and just say that in your mind to keep you keep you focused and not 
let your your thoughts go to the side of worry or darkness and that anything like that. Okay, is that helpful? Yes, it is. Okay. I you wish know, you luck. A key for you, a, a key for you, and, and I think Charlotte hit on it before is trusting, and and so there's something for you to clear there in terms of. Um, it's not just related to job, but there's something for you to clear there related to um, concern rather than trust. Uh, and, and trust is, you know, it's related to people, but more it's trusting the divine and trusting that you are a child and a pure love child. And, and when I say that word love, I got a block in my heart all of a sudden. So there's a little bit of work for you to do in order for you to come to peace with your world and your environment in order to allow that trust to be the foundation for you. And that's what's been holding you up, not just in your job, but in other aspects of your life. So, um, so you know, if you're doing meditation, that's great. If you're not, it's recommended that you move into meditation so that you can start to see the things that have happened to you and release them. That's part of what goes on is that in your mind, you keep on ruminating, you keep on thinking the same thoughts consciously or subconsciously. They keep on going through you about distortions that took place in your life. And you feel like you're in a repetitive pattern, which you are, because you continue to think about these areas of distrust in your life, which is what we're all about now. We're all about letting go all of these things. I hope that clarifies a little something for you it does yes it does good i want to i'd like to add additional clarity to you and the other listeners with regard to the heart center in the heart center not only does it process love it also processes money processes money energy so when we have issues of trust with human beings or family members or co-workers or anything of that nature that can affect our money because we tend to shut down in response to rejection or hurt or personal attack or um, situations that we consider betrayal. And we tend to shut our heart down, and then that will tighten its grip on the money energy, which can't flow naturally. So as frightening or daunting, as painful as it sounds, getting your heart open, clearing it out, using whatever method some people you know, there are visualizations where you can clear out the, the chakras with um, like a magic gold broom or all these great visualizations that, that that work. But the most important thing is the intention that you say to yourself, I am worthy, I am willing to trust, I know I am safe, and I, and I, I willingly open my heart so that God can work through me, however you want to word that for yourself, okay? Okay. And I would love to hear back from you to let us know how these changes took place in your life and the miracles that unfold, okay? Okay, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Just don't right, don't try you. to pre- don't try to presuppose how it's going to happen. Be very curious and joyful about how it unfolds and when and and that'll help the process as well, okay? Okay. okay All right. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, moving on to area code 914. A lot of good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the show. What's your name? Hello? I'll put them on hold. Try again later. I'm, I'm, yeah. yeah. Okay. Area code 202. Getting bumped up. Welcome Hi, to the show. Thanks What's your for name? taking Hi. my call. You're so welcome. What's your name, honey? 
Uh, my name is Dee, and I am calling about my job situation um, and what you might see and uh, what I can do to, you know, just to help maintain some, um, I don't want to say some, but that financial security to take care of the practicals. Like stability? And did you say your name stability, was Dee? Stability, yes. Okay. And did you say your name was D D E E? Yes. Okay, perfect. All righty. Let's okay. uh, see what we can and do. Just, and and just, just for me to clarify, so you're asking about your job? Is that is that what you're asking about? I'm, I'm about, not well, clear. Finding, finding and scoring a job and keeping a job right now, it seems. Okay. Because um, I've had two images come to me, and I'm going to have to decipher some of these. Um, one of them was like a spaceship. Um and and then when I saw that, then it shifted to the right hand, objects in the right hand, uh, and now I'm seeing the two hands clasped together, uh, not quite in prayer, but there it's almost like one is holding the other. Um, sometimes I will do that is to comfort ourselves. And so um, I... I, I uh, they're going back to that spaceship kind of thing. Now, what's odd about, or not odd, but what what stands out for me in this is how dark the sky is. You know, this is really a spaceship. It's not like an airplane that I saw before. And so we're seeing all of these stars and out in space. And I'm wondering if, um, is your thought, your way of thinking and relating to the world, I'll, I'll tell you about me. I mean, I, I'm a space cadet. Luckily, my girlfriend is a Capricorn, and she's very grounded. So when I say this, I, 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 I'm, I'm just saying how I would be, too. I'm a Gemini, and I tend to be up in space a lot of times. Do you find yourself kind of spacing out and um, and kind of daydreamy an awful lot of the time? Yep. Okay. And so, and so the hand coming together... For the security, it's like comforting yourself, as I said. And so you're having a lot, because you're not, what is your sign? Taurus. You're Taurus. And you're not, you I know, know you're so all kinds of irony there, well, right? Yeah. yeah, very, 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 very. Wow. Okay, but um, but there's something there where it may be that because you're up in the air, there's something going on that's causing you to be up in the air over there, and, and there's this need for comforting yourself and, and possibly grounding yourself because the Taurus really needs that feeling of being grounded and being solid into the ground and, and having that security. And it may be that your life has not provided you with that kind of background, that you haven't had that kind of security, that you haven't had that sense of, of control that you wanted, and so you're looking for this kind of um, personal comfort and security in some way. Um, talking a little bit about your mother, um, uh, um, what was your what was your uh, well? No, they're changing, they're changing it. Um, we'll come back to your mother in a second. I'm seeing a man. I guess this is you dancing, although it came up after your mother came up. But I see a man dancing with a woman. The man has uh, has a suit jacket on, dark suit jacket, dark hair, and the woman uh, is. I'm mainly seeing the back of the man. Is this a, 
a husband or or your father at some point? Um, you know, the, it's funny that the the image that came up in my mind was actually my ex husband, and this is one of the last photos that was taken of us together. Got it. Okay. Okay. And so, um, so out of that relationship, are you kind of left like, um, you know, worrying? Let's put it that way. Are are you are you left kind of worrying now, and that's why your hands are clasped? And, and you're looking for that sense of, of security? Um, I I don't know if it's related to that relationship. It's mostly financial where, I mean, I had left my full-time job to pursue, um, I don't want to say pursue my dreams, but to pursue spirit work. And, well, um, you know, basically the practicals did not match my um, what was needed. And so well, I'm at that point. Person, so you let that go? Did you let the spiritual work go? Um, you know, I thought I had, but, you know, it's funny. I'm I, Every once in a while he comes up, and he actually did very inadvertently when, um, a, yeah, I mentioned his name and mistaken, mistaking him um mistakenly, um, when I was referring to, trying to refer to someone that I'm kind of dating right now. Well, no, no, I, I'm sorry, I, I wasn't, I wasn't clear. But here, first of all, when you, when you mentioned the spiritual work, mm-hmm. they, they said good. They said good. This is, this is a good direction for you to have been in. Um, yeah. And, and so, um, and that that's partly, you know, this being up in space and, and that representation there, but that's where you are. You are in that, you know, it's not that you are just an earth being. You have this strong, intuitive, high vibration of, of, about you. Um, but you also have a sense of insecurity about you, and that's what draws, that creates that conflict and 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 a sense of, uh, let's call it a lack of confidence. You know, you're not sure that you could do it. Um, and part of it may have had to do with this, the the ending of that relationship, but usually that goes earlier in life where we're, where we're not, where we don't have that security in ourselves. Um, and on the other hand, you may not have that marketing ability, but you do have that, that healing and, and intuitive ability that is there for you to use. And I'm starting to get chills on it. So I know this is very true for you. Um, mm-hmm. You know, um, now, so what you may want to do is a combination, you know, doing something else to bring in some money, but continue to slowly build your practice along this spiritual line that you were doing. But don't totally give that up. I'm literally being told that, okay? Don't give okay. that up. Um, okay. um, you know, doing something else part-time will be fine or something else full-time and doing this part-time, however you need to do to make it work out. Um, they're saying really strongly, so you, you, you've been dealing with, with fear lately, right? Oh, yes, very much so. Okay. Because they, they 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 want you to know, don't don't be fearful, okay? You know it goes back to what was being said for another caller. You know, the way we move and cre- we create our life, 
we create it, you know. And it, because, mm-hmm. like, now the information I'm getting, it's not that I'm making it up. I'm getting it. Where am I getting it from? I'm getting it from you, your energy fields, and all of that. It's coming from you. Well, you create your life. And if you're going to walk in a state of fear and uncertainty, then, again, just as Charlotte said earlier, you're going to be blocking the energy. Your energy is what creates what you see outside. What goes on inside of you is what appears outside of you. So if you're going to be sitting around with your hands clasped, hands clasped also means not doing anything, okay, that then, then what's going to happen is that's what you're going to manifest. You're not going to mm-hmm. manifest the kind of, of, of career or relationship that you want, really want to have. So it's a matter of you, if you, um, if you are, are able to, you know, you know, write down the things that frighten you or what in your early life frightened you. Um, what happened in your in your life, and if you need to do some forgiveness work to begin that opening, you know, write down what happened and and read it over multiple times. Forgive it or do honoponopono, where I'm so I, I'm I, I'm I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Um, you know things like that in order to start freeing yourself up because you are bound up. That your hands clasped again. You're bound up. And if you're bound up, your energy can't flow openly and create what you really want to create. Does that make sense for you? Yeah, I think it does. Really and, does. and and a good place a good place to begin is with the ex husband. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Picture this, Dee. Yeah. You know how he's he's mm-hmm. got pictures of hands clasped, and we also wring our hands in that position as well. Um mm-hmm. You can do this mentally as well as physically if you want to develop a little practice to help you start to begin to shift those energies and do that forgiveness work. Picture um, sitting in lotus position and having your, your hands open like a funnel and then putting an intention out daily that you're open and willing to forgive and you're and you are open to spirit working through you and manifesting in your life what is best for you. But look at that posture. That emotional posture is open and inviting as opposed to worried or um, like the half gla- the, the glass half empty yeah. type of thing. Right. You know? right. That's very important emotional posture uh, to adopt. In And for you, I'm getting – number first thing I saw for you, I saw a Native American drum, and I think that to be – I take that to be one of three things. Either you have um, – and heritage or an inclination towards Native American studies and practices, or it felt even str- you do okay. But I also felt strongly tell her to march to the beat of her own drum. There's something about doing things your own way and not the way other people think you should, or in a practical sense, if you have an inspired idea, run with it. Does that make sense? Yeah. You don't need everything yeah, to does. be just so to make it a success. Say yes, commit. If you have you ever listened to the show before? No, this is my first. I'm I'm, I'm okay. available during the day, so perfect. Um, yes. Yeah, so well, I, I didn't to, I didn't want to sound like a broken record if you had listened, but a lot of people tune in fresh every week. I pick up new listeners, so I will say I will say this one more time. When I started the show, I was being pushed to do it, and I was resisting. And then finally, I gave up, threw my hands up in the air, picture given up, 
we throw our hands up in the air, but that's also an act of letting go. And I had to let go of whatever insecurities I had and, and all the thoughts that my ego was throwing at me saying I couldn't do this or mm-hmm. I couldn't do this to the level of professionalism that I wanted to, and which is, of course, false because I'm trained in a lot of areas. But anyway, um, I said yes, I committed to it, and everything flowed right to me. I put effort into it, of course. I had to use my intellect. I had to use my intuition and my creative skills. But there was a flow, and everything flowed to me. The people on the show, Shaman Rai, just showed up in an email, and I connected with him immediately and invited him to be a co-host because that's what I was guided to do. He's that good. So everything happens in a flow. and then, But when we... Uh, lock our hands in a fist or in a clasping motion, we block that from coming to us. And we're basically telling the universe, I'm not worthy or I'm not ready. And there is no ready to be as energetically prepared to receive. And boom, it's right there. I swear. It happened to me when I started the show, and it's happening again. I'm in the same exact process with starting this magazine. Once I said, yes, I'll do this, because I can now take on the extra workload. I got a rhythm going for the show. It's established. It's popular. Okay, now I can take more on. And the minute I did that, within six days, I had everything I needed to create a digital magazine. Hmm. Is that inspiring to you in some way? Very much so. Okay. So there's your homework, Dee. That's what you got to do. And please continue to listen to the show. You can hit the follow button. But this is what we do here. We're not here really to tell people what they want to hear. We tell them what they need to hear, and then we try to give them tips and tools to help them on their way. And it's our job to get everybody else to a point where they don't need someone like us. Make sense? You have it going. Yep, very much so. Okay. You'll do great. This is the the year to do it. I know you made an attempt to get something off the ground, but the past few years have been very difficult in that regard. This is the year Mm -hmm. to do it, so try to do it again. And then ask okay. for a means of financial support to help you on your way, and it will come. Okay? Okay. Yes. Anything no, to add, thank you Sean very much. That's it. Thank you. Okay. All thank right. You. Thank you both. You're welcome. You too. Bye. Okay. Time for one more call before we go to commercial. Area code 206, bringing you live on the air. Welcome to the show. What's your name? <clears throat> Hi, my name is Catherine, and it's my first time calling in as well. Oh, well, thank you, Catherine. Cool. I appreciate you being here. How can we help you today? What's your question for Sean and Roy? Um, well, either um, a message from the other side or intuitive message about, similar to other caller, releasing a block towards what I really want to do. Like I have plans, and then I don't take the action towards the career of what I really want. Okay. That's a so question. Two, 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 two things come up right away. The first one was an image which uh, looked like a duck or a chicken upside down. It's got the yellow of a, of a baby chicken, and it's upside down, and then it rotated. And it kind of had the bill of, of a duck, uh, which is something uh, it could be representative of infancy, uh, of something, you know, in a very early stage being born. Uh, but something's upside down about it, and it, it's starting to write itself. The other thing is, um, how is your solar plexus? It feels very tight to me. Is your around your stomach area? How does that feel to you? Um, yeah, I think that chakra 
I've been working on to unblock it. Okay, yeah, because um, you know that's your power center. And so right. if when that is blocked, the energy can't move up to your heart chakra or to any of the other higher chakras. And it right. also prevents you, like what I'm, what I'm getting, putting these two together because they're being melded in, in my vision, is uh-huh. that you do have some idea that's in the infancy, in, in, in an infant state, in a, a very young state. And it's not, uh, I don't know why they chose a chick yet. It, it'll come to me. But but there's something there where either you're not viewing it, um, it, it's just not coming in clearly to you. There's something where things are upside down for you. You feel that things are upside down and not, not um, moving uh, quite the way you want it. But this has a lot to do with the blockage that you have in this solar plexus because the two came up to me at the same time. So the work that you're doing is great in terms of unblocking it. I don't know what processes you're using right now to do that, but, um, you know, in order to to do that, whatever happened where you were abused or whatever, that is something that you need to free yourself from or get assistance in getting freed from in order to fully uh, establish yourself in your power. As you establish yourself, and by the way, as I was saying that, I saw a man's hand. I don't know. Uh, I didn't see anything else. But um, it was kind of gnarly, the hands. That's the only thing I could say, older and, and, and gnarly uh, and dark. Um, and so, and, and a lot of things are starting to meld together for me, uh, it, 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 together for me, which are is the way that they're happening for you. So that um, I'm getting the feeling that there's a lot of confusion on your part, um, that you're not, um, that you really do feel in a lot of situations um, a, a lack of power. Uh, by the way, they're just saying you are a beautiful person. So you are recognized at the soul level as as the beautiful person that you are. Um, and part of that that loss of your power is associated with fear that's there. Um, but you have you have this core of an idea, this this seedling, this young idea apparently that you want to develop, and you're not quite able to get there. Do you, does that make, do you know what that idea is? It's, yeah, I know. A, I know what kind of business I want to run, but I'm missing the what makes it unique. Like I'm I'm I'm, I'm missing like. 20%. I'm missing the 10, 20% of what's the unique part of it that I want to do differently. Got it. And let's say that you have this idea. Again, they showed me the idea upside down first as an infant chicken. Yeah. Then they rotated it and it actually changed form so that it looked a little bit like a duck, actually. So it was like a duck bill on a chicken. Okay, and so if you were to take your idea and you were to look at it from a different perspective, I think you're looking at right now, you're seeing it a certain way. It's not quite the way you want to to do it. If you step back from it, allow it to kind of um, evolve or uh, morph, that's a good word for exactly what I saw, Mm -hmm. 
if you allow it yeah. to morph and you allow this creative process to morph instead of trying to force it because you don't have you don't have the uh because of the block in the solar plexus you can't force anything that that's not proper use of, of power in any case so you need to allow it just to come alive and morph now there's something about this man's hand um and maybe you'll know who it is, but I get the feeling of this man having been a laborer of some kind, uh, very, very slim, but his hand is strong. I even think he wears a hat. I think that's what they're showing me, um, that kind of thing. Does that bring up a memory for you? Uh, no. It, it Maybe it's very young childhood, but I no, I have no memory of that. Okay. Just being with that. Um, somehow... Do you feel that there's somebody who may have hurt you and that you could benefit by forgiving a man? Um, I mean, it's, the, I mean, I guess the parent, it always comes back to your parents, but I guess <laughs> yeah, that's all that I get. I can think question. of my what, parents, both of my parents, yeah. What was your relationship with your father like? Um, it was pretty absent. He just worked. He was at work, and it was more my mom took care of everybody. Oh, there's Got the it. laborer hands. Perfect. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, took him out so of yeah, and so there's a sense, if you look at it, although he may have worked and may have provided you, I think there was a sense of insecurity that was created in the house because of uh-huh. his absence. And so... I'm getting real strong chills on this one. So this is where part of your work is okay. to, to do some work of forgiving him, writing down, you know, what it meant to you, how it impacted you, to not have him around to help you in any way, that, and, and whatever the particular incidents were. And you'll see, because I see him standing, I see that hand mostly, between you and that little chick idea that oh, I'm talking about. So right. somehow there that's where a major part of your block is mm. and that'll help you with your solar plexus. All right. Catherine, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Do you have a family of your own, a child or anything? No. Okay, good. Uh, because I, I I started to get the feeling, you know, what we tend to do emotionally is relate uh or to our emotions in one scenario and transfer them. So I want to take you there and look at any feelings that getting this idea hatched and yeah. then nurturing it into maturity, any type of right. fear, try to uncover any fear that if that happens, it will leave you lonely. Does that make sense? You see where I'm going? If I nurture it, I'll be lonely? Like if, like if Sometimes we ha- have a fear like, okay, so look at your dad. And Daddy was absent because he had to go to work. And sometimes children, with all of their wisdom, start to uh-huh. develop a thought that says, well, Daddy has to work, and that makes work a bad thing because it takes him away from me. Make sense? Oh, I get it. I get it, Okay, yeah. so we, so then maybe we transfer that over to our career, right. and we have this oh. fear of success. And, and for you, I feel a, feel a fear of failure and fear, fear of success going on at the same time, which is a tough place to be stuck in. It manifests <laughs> in your third chakra, your solar plexus, 
and you and you're between a rock and a hard place. I hear you giggling, but I don't want to lose the thread. So yes. you want to you want to retract any ethnic strings that you're projecting into your future, where your ego as a little girl was convinced that work makes you lonely or sad or any other negative emotion, just allow those emotions to come up, release it, bless your dad, bless the situation, forgive yourself, because as a child we misperceive many things. Right. And, and that's okay, but we can undo it, all right, and then detach from the outcome of what you're doing. I also was told to tell you to ask for a dream so that the idea can be solidified in your conscious mind and downloaded. And your guides can help you release these fears. And I wrote a note earlier to tell you to do crunches every day. Um, um, I channeled Jesus. And what he did for me, because I had such self-worth and power issues um, 14 years ago, was he told me to start in the morning with five crunches a day. All you need is five. Your body is very intelligent. It knows what you're trying to do. But that energized my third chakra. But just, mm. just isolate that area. Get five crunches, good crunches going. If your body asks for more, go ahead and honor that. But I would stand up and feel, okay, what do I have to do today? I can do this. Instead of, oh, God, can I do this? It's very empowering to do those crunches and isolate the solar plexus because it energizes that chakra. And then it gets those creative juices flowing and allows for that energetic transmission through the other chakras where in the heart you, you pour your love into a project. Your throat, you express about the project, and in mm. your third eye, you get a vision for the future. Make sense? Yeah. Chakras operate independently, but they're also interdependent. Yeah. With with their different jobs, is and also um, they want you to listen to the archive of the show because what was yeah. said for the previous caller was also for you and and a lot of mm-hmm. other people. But I think hearing that again and hearing those tips and maybe taking some notes would give you a nice little routine which would make you feel safe, nice little routine to start plugging away at, develop a habit, and really start to, I'm, I'm looking at chains around your ankles, break those chains, break into a stride, and really start to run. For you, the image is running. Okay. Shaman Ryan, anything to add? No, that's great. Okay. Well, thank well, yeah, you. Yeah, that, that, was, that was very helpful. Thank you. You're welcome. What was You're so welcome. funny that, that you were giggling? What was I saying? Oh, in between the fear of failure and fear of success, I just yeah. that's just funny to be <laughs> in the middle of both of them. It's, it's like, difficult. Oh, of course. Yeah, it's very difficult, and it's much harder than having either one, because uh-huh. having having the fear of failure makes you work like a dog. Yeah. And I'm trying to call to mind what they told me this was. I might have to put it on the website. Oh, I'm getting it. Okay, fear of failure is a fear of not living up to other people's expectations. A fear of success is the fear of not being able to meet your expectations of yourself and keep it going. Mm-hmm. So so there's a lot of inspiration about starting something, but then a fear creeps in. What if I can't keep that energy level up? What if I can't get it off, keep it off the ground? And that's where the fear of success comes in. Does that make sense? So the fear of failure is about other people's expectations and projections onto you. Fear of success is about our own belief in ourselves mm-hmm. and our and our self concepts. Makes sense. Yes. So 
Um, should I have ye- a lot of yellow around you and yellow candles and things for that chakra? In- intention is everything. Um, Sean right. Rye, what do you say? Because you can do the yellow candle, yellow light, yellow blanket, yellow pajamas. You know what I mean? You could do anything you want. Uh, uh-huh. A yellow crystal. Sean Rye, what would you recommend? What 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 I saw when she asked was a quartz crystal. That's uh-huh. That would be helpful for her. Mm-hmm. Great. Okay. I hope you continue okay. to tune into the show because this is what we do here. We teach all this stuff and whatever comes up. It's all good, okay? Yes, definitely. Thank you so much. I'll keep listening. All right, thanks. Okay. Go to to the website and listen to other other, uh, episodes, too, because we shared a lot of information over the past couple years. Okay. Okay. All righty. Awesome stuff. Area code Mm -hmm. 203. We will pick back up when we come back from commercial with area code 203, and we'll have more with Shaman Rai. Don't go away. We'll be right back right after these messages. Explore new areas of interest, expand your knowledge, and gain clarity about your life's purpose at the Ocala Center, Affectionately known as OIC, the Ocala Center, just two blocks south of Town Square, offers workshops, classes, healing meditations, and special events for the Ocala, Gainesville, and Central Florida spiritual community. Check out our calendar of events at OcalaInterCenter.com. And if you're looking for a place for your next workshop or seminar, go to OcalaInterCenter.com and give Gene a call. At highway speeds, the average text takes your eyes off the road for about five seconds. That's enough time to travel the length of a football field. Stop texts, stoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, we're back with Sean and Rye, and we're going to pick up with area code 203, bring you live on the air. Welcome to the show. What's your name? Hi, my name's Pat. Hi, Pat. Uh, Hi, first-time caller. Oh, Um, I was going to ask um, just for a message. Uh, I was completely relating to the last caller. I'm really, really struggling to release a lot of um, issues that have been with me through my whole life, and I feel they're probably um, generational. Mm. Okay. Um, So the vision that I get as you start to speak, is this, um, it's almost like a, a, a drill bit. Uh, and so there's this thing that's pressing down, constantly grinding. It's almost like grinding an oil well. You know, there's this digging that's going on um, within you. And um, it, what it is is uh, it, it's related to pressure that's inside of you. And um, so... Uh, in your case, um, I'm seeing something or I'm hearing something about your mother's relationship with you, which may not have been uh, uh, the most positive. Uh, did your mother leave home for a period of time? No, no, but she left in her mind, um, especially with me. Um, did she leave home? She used, when I was very young, she used to say, um, uh, stop talking, I'm trying to think. Or leave me alone, I'm trying to think. So that's mm. how she left. Mm. Right. And and uh this pressure this is constant that I'm I'm seeing. It's it's really like um you know, in one way I would think that and I'm not seeing this, I would think that since it's a drilling thing that's going down, 
that I'd expect a release of pressure, but I don't see a release of pressure from anything. So I, I feel like you're constantly, it's almost, it's a bore, you know, it's like something is boring into you. Something is driving into you all of the time. There's this feeling that you've got of this of tremendous pressure inside of you. Um, it, I, when I look at you, I see it from your heart down into your stomach area, down into your genitals and into your thighs. You have this tremendous pressure that's that's there for you. Um, uh, well, first of all, do you relate to that? Do you are you in touch with what I'm saying to you? It, it makes yes. There's always a constant something with me. My whole life, I can probably tell you two or three times when I felt relaxed or peaceful. But th- that's also it's discouraging to hear you describe that. Now. Um, now, what was your rela- there was an uncle they mentioned to me um that you had a situation with it was not a wholesome uh experience or you didn't have a wholesome relationship with a particular uncle i think I think what they're showing me is your mother your mother on your right, your father on the left, and then there's this uncle, but I feel like this uncle is connected to your mother, so it may have been. An uncle from your mother, did your mother have a brother? No, she was an only child. Um, There has been talk in other readings over the years many times that there was abuse, but there was never anyone specified. Um, Sometimes they said it was my mother's father who I had a very close relationship with. Sometimes we didn't have really, well, we had an uncle very distant that only visited once or twice but we had men that we would call uncle in our family. Okay. Okay, got it. Um, that's, that's that's where we're talking about. Oh, can These I were, ask you, was it uncle, it, well, I don't know if it matters, but was it uncle Tracy? They said no. Okay. Um, um, uncle John? But, yes. So did he, did now, he do something? Go ahead, go ahead. But what what was their relation? I see your father there somehow. So, but this man, this man is standing next to your father, but the connection line is to your mother. So I'm not sure it's a little confusing for me to interpret what that means. That was your father in the home also? He was. Um, he barely spoke to me. He he sort of had this. I had I picked up intuitively on feelings from him that he was very angry at me, almost like an Amish uh, energy, as if he was feeling sexual feelings towards me that made him angry. Therefore, he kept himself at a great distance from me. But that's really only an intuitive thing on my part. What you were describing for the uncle. Um, he was my mother's best friend's husband. So does that make sense? Yes, yes. Okay. Okay. And um, so there was this sexual tension from my father that always made that he was always angry at me for and would blame me for almost everything. Well, I'm asking them, and they're saying it wasn't necessarily a sexual tension, but he was always angry. 
uh, yeah. so in his case, it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, now, your father had his own. We'll call it disturbances. Okay, he he was disturbed in his own way um, from his from his upbringing. Um, he was emotionally well. They went right to the emotional, emotionally disturbed. Um, I hear the word barrier. There's a barrier around him. Um, he had to protect himself from abuse himself. So I think what we're getting here is that your father may have been abused. I'm not saying what kind of abuse, um, and I'm not asking yet, but he may have been abused. He then, in order he in order to maintain self-control, I'm getting real tightness up in my upper chest here, in order to maintain self-control of his thoughts and his feelings, which were not, which he recognized were not appropriate, but they weren't they weren't sexual, they were just not appropriate. He he built a barrier around himself very tight in the chest. Did he did he suffer from a heart condition at some point? Yes, he did. At the end yeah. of his life that was his disease. Yeah, because there was so much pressure on my chest. I want to cry right now. Um golly. I think your father is here because uh, I'm getting awful chilled, and he just acknowledged that by chilling my other side of the body. So your father, oh, he was a very sad man. I just want to cry. I'm sorry. Um, and there was, and his relationship with your mother was distorted. That's the words that I hear, was distorted. Um, so these were two um, very sad, it's a very sad situation there a lot of confusion and and so this is what you experienced as you grew up left you in a very strong state of confusion as well the word abuse did come up just now um your father wants you to know that despite everything that went on he really did love you in the way that he could um, the reason for the heart attack, as you probably can figure out yourself, was his heart was so blocked. The energy, the lack of love that he experienced, he just was not in his body able to love. Now that he's out of his body and has experienced healing, uh, he also, something happened with his stomach too, and he felt very nauseous. I'm getting it in my stomach now. Um, so he he had a lot of pressure. He had no, oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. He had no um, sense of power himself because of the way he had been brought up. No sense of love. Did everything he could to try. So I think the reason that this is being shared with you is that, you know, Charlotte mentioned earlier that as children we see things and we may not interpret them quite the way that they're meant to be. Um, and a lot of what went on there you may have taken on yourself so that you, like you, you thought he was afraid of uh, sexual thoughts about you. It wasn't that. There was other issues that he was dealing with. And he was so overwhelmed with the issues he was dealing with he just 
could not relate to you and, and, ha- and had to box himself in, basically. Um, a lot of work for you, really. Begin it with your father in order to free yourself up. There's there's that man, your father, and your mother are the three key people for you to do some forgiveness work with and write down everything that you remember that happened and everything you felt and the impact that it had on you and, you know, get to the point where you can let that story go because that's what's running inside of you. And then forgive them and forgive yourself and forgive the situations. Is it clear when I explain that that way? Do you know what to do? I have to say this is completely incredible. I've been working so hard. Um, It's a little discouraging for you to say I've got, you know, all this work ahead of me, but it's what what all you're saying is incredibly true. And this is also very interesting. I'm hoping to get a job where it would be care for a woman in an apartment building and I would be given my own apartment building, and this is the very apartment building where this man lived who may have abused me. Wow. Wow. I, can I ask a couple clarifying questions? Please, please. This is um, profound. This is just out of curiosity, but I felt um, so much weight on your shoulders as a child. When your mom was doing that, you know, leave me alone, I have, um, you know, I'm trying to think. Did you have siblings that you then had to take care of? Because of that? No. I had three older sisters, and my mother never wanted any of us to get along and to love each other and to have fun together. So she Uh, worked fine. Yeah, so. Okay, so there's the um, sibling thing. Okay, so that's something to consider when you're done the first phase of the work. My other question was, and and this is purely um, out of curiosity, I believe you when you say there was sexual energy in that house. Shaman Rai has said several times that it was not sexual energy coming to you from your father. Is it possible, Pat, that the situation with your dad, your mom, your mom's best friend, and her husband, where the best friend's kind of in the faded to the background, the prominent figures are mom, dad, and the husband, is it possible that there was some kind of love triangle going on and that your mom was in love with your best friend's husband and your dad knew it? Hard to believe that because what was known was this man was a um, sexual abusive man. He abused his wife and he beat his wife. That was my mother's best friend. Mm. Um, My mother's best friend remarried after her husband died from the war and he sexually abused her daughter. Oh, man. Mm. Okay. So there is sexual energy permeating the situation. I was just curious because because that was coming in. What I knew about him was everyone was always there when I was visiting the apartment. No one would leave me alone with him. So are you saying that at some point he did abuse me? Mm-hmm. They're starting to show me an image, so let me see. Um, there's something about, this is a strange image given your question. There's something about an onion. It's a... Um, did you ever go, I don't know why an onion, and the onion is floating up in the air and its root is up in the air. It's a large onion, and there's something about that where, now let me come back to your original question. Did they ever leave 
you alone with him? No, but I think what happened was that at some point, it may have, let's understand, this may have been a groping and nothing further than that. Yeah, I had that thought while I was asking you the question. And so it may have happened, I think the reason for the vegetable being shown is that this may have happened either you guys all went out to a market or uh, or to a to a, a farm or prepared food. There is something around uh, food. Uh, I'm not seeing it being prepared. I'm seeing a whole onion. So I think that it was had to do with either you were in a garden or you were in or you were shopping, and it, and that's where he did some groping, and that, okay. that's where that started. Does that make sense for you? We lived on six acres of land, and there was parties all the time on the weekend, and there was a tennis court, and my grandfather had a vegetable garden, so it could have very well been, uh, you know, there was always food, and could have very well been on that land. Wow. And they're saying saying yes. Okay. This is profound. And you've given me information that I've been trying to sort of get for years and kind of eventually gave up on looking for it and thinking, well, I'm just not supposed to know it. And thank you for my father. I've also been, you know, keeping him at arm's length because I know he's been trying to get to me to forgive me and protect me. And I've just not known what to resolve or how to forgive. And um, with you starting to cry, I completely understand that because originally I absolutely adored my father. At a very young age, I got really disgusted with him because he was unable to show anything towards me. And um, so I just, you know, unfortunately chose that direction and had a very cold relationship with him. Mm. Um, But I did see how truly kind and generous he was to everyone else, not to me. But people adored him. Um, So, but he just couldn't couldn't give any of it to me. So, unfortunately, um, it was, you know, huge relationship loss. You know, my mother, on the other hand, was cold and not giving, but it's sad about him because I know he had depth and, and kindness in him. Wow. Now I want to I want to add something to it because of what you're saying. I want you to see what your what your father went through is that his relationship with his mother was his major problem was the was where the major issue was, and it may have been that his mother was very much like your mother. Hmm. His mother died when he was. Eight, so he did have a relationship with her, and then the family was split up, and he was shipped out from California to here, and raised by a, a wealthy, powerful man, and sent, he sent him to Yale and gave him a life that probably really never fit him. So I'm unsure which um, mother figure um, yep. affected him that way. His, yeah, that eight and eight is eight years old is plenty of time to be with somebody and develop those dynamics and energetic okay. patterns. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's hard. Okay. Wow. Pat, that is such a beautiful testimonial. I can't thank you enough. I'm humbled by your words. But could I, I ask a favor thank- of you? Yeah. Could you could you go to our websites and send in a testimonial about your experience oh. today? That would be very helpful to us. 
Yes, give me a little time because I'm overwhelmed, but yes, absolutely. Um, please give me your website. My website is spiritualinsightsradio.com. If you uh, want to send that to me through there, I can either send it to Shaman Rye, but if you want to go directly to his, it's shamanrye.com, and Rye is spelled R-A-I. I will definitely, and I can't thank both of you enough, and for the time you've given me, you've been so generous, and God bless you both, and yeah, i got a lot of work ahead again, thank you, but I will, thank you for helping me with my father, that was very touching. Thank you, thank you for the opportunity to serve you, thank you. Yes, absolutely, thank you, Pat, and let us know how you're doing, okay? I will, I will, bye-bye. Excellent, bye-bye. Okay, we're going to move on to area code 805 and try to get in as much as we can, bringing you live on the air. Welcome to the show. What's your name? Um, my name's Donna. Hello. Donna, hello. Is this your first Hi, time calling in? Um, yes. Okay, excellent. What is your question for Shaman Ryan today? Shaman Ryan, um, I'm 60, and um, I'm at the point in my life where I'd like to settle down and perhaps get married. I wanted to know if you had any information around this. So, um, not yet, specifically as far as I can tell, but what, what what is it about a kid? Is there a kid? I heard the word kid as you started to speak. Is there a kid in your life, like a young kid, I guess? I don't have children of my own, but my friend has a three-year-old, and her and I are very close, very close. Got it. Now, then I saw, and all of this will tie together somehow, I saw something that um do you have an issue with your left with your left ankle foot area? Well, I did I did have a fracture, but that was like 7 years ago. My left ankle was fractured. Got it. So did you you wore a brace of some kind around it? No, they showed no, me I two just, different I wore no? a boot, one of those boots, those big black boots. I had to wear one of those for a couple months, but it's fine now. Okay. Okay, I I don't know why they're showing me or bringing up the kid, but let let's see. So your basic question is: there a relationship with man coming forth yes. in your life? Is that your question? Yes. So you've been on your own for a, a good number of years at this point. I have, yes. I mean, I've never married, but um, I was in a relationship about eight years ago. That was yeah. That's quite a while ago. So if the, if you were to describe yourself, mm-hmm. um, would you say yourself? Would you describe yourself as very very social and outgoing, or more of a private person who likes to be more of a more more uh, yeah more of a very a private person? Where where do you think you fall? I think on I'm that more spectrum? private. I think I'm more yeah. private. Yeah. And so, um, see, the first question they ask, they're, they're just very funny in the questions they ask me. And, you know, I'm supposed to say them right to you, but I'd prefer to wait a little bit. Their, their question is, why? Why do you want to be with a man at this point in your life, okay? Because all those questions I asked you about being private and all of that. Um, and... Then what they showed me was before they showed they there is something about your left foot and maybe it's not about the break, but the first image that they showed me was almost like wood 
uh, wood triangles, but that were uh, almost bolted together. I didn't see your foot at that point, so I had no idea what that was. And then to help me, they showed me a foot, a left foot, with a metal brace on it. And um, what, what is when you think about that, when you think about the idea of having your foot braced, either in this wooden thing or in this metal thing, what, does it make you feel kind of constricted? Does that make oh, you absolutely. feel like you have a lack of mobility? Okay. Yes. And And... Could it be, you know, not everybody has to be in a relationship. You know, if you're yeah. happy the way you are, then that's perfectly fine. But I'm getting the feeling from what they're saying that, well, gee whiz, you know, because they keep on showing me this, this wooden thing, that somehow you feel that you you like doing what you want to do when you want to do it and having the freedom to go when you want to. And having, and it's nice that you have this friend with this kid there because I have a feeling you can talk to him or, or, or get together with them or whatever. This kind of, that's kind of your social for you. But having somebody with you all the time in your life, I feel like it, you're going to feel that you feel constrained by that. So there's this push-pull for you. You'd like to have somebody to love and loves you, but... It kind of, you feel the limitation that that puts on you. Does that make sense for you? Oh, it does. Yes. You know, I'm used to going, like, traveling to different countries and staying, you know, like I'll work and then I'll go for three months at a time. And, yeah. Yeah, and I'm not really the domestic type per se. I mean, I wouldn't be cleaning and cooking all the time either. But I don't yeah. know necessarily if it has to be that way. You know what I mean? Um, but well, I'm just companionship. What right. What they're saying to me is rather than having one man in your life like that, for you, it's better for you to have different friendships that, you're develop, that you develop. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a little bit more than acquaintances, but friendships that you develop because you have a curiosity about you uh, you also have a certain power about you. They just use the word power. A certain power about you that um, a man in a single relationship may not understand. You also need the variety. Um, it may be your sign uh, that you're born into um, calls for this variety for you. So you're, that is a direction that would be more natural for you than getting into a single uh, a relationship with a single man that may be constricting for you. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, the last man I was with, uh, we traveled quite a bit together, and he had his and I had my place, and, you know, we did a lot of fun things together. We'd scuba dive, kayak, go sailing, go skiing. I mean... Wow. I'm impressed. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like you got a pretty cool life, Donna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. I like it. I mean, you know, there are times, you know. You just want some companionship. So exactly. So open your heart to that and and allow whatever is presented to come to you and see how you feel with it. Try some some people on, see how they fit, but always have fun doing it. You are so adventurous. 
let this question in your life, in your heart and mind, be an adventure for you as well. And surely it would be a lot more fun than harboring a thought, I'll never get married. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's true. Okay. Well, I hope this is helpful for you, Donna. Thank you very much. All right, you're welcome. You're welcome. And, Thank you. And if you want more information about us, go to the website, spiritualinsightsradio.com. Continue to follow the show. We do a lot of fun stuff here. Yeah, you do, for sure. Well, have a wonderful day. You too. Thanks, Donna. You too. Thank you. Take care. Sean Mariah, you want to do one more? Yeah, I think we have time for one more. Okay. Going to area code 818, bringing you live on the air. Hello. To the show. Hi, what's your name? Um, Enchantress. Enchantress. Oh, I like that one. I love I'm not it. Gonna Go say mu- I'm not going to say much because I sometimes say too much, and then I don't know okay. if I get a true reading. Okay. 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 But what's your direct question? The person in my life and things in general okay. about where I'm going. Okay, well, I'm very quickly getting a couple of visions here. I don't know if it's about that person or not, but at first what I saw were your, what I assume were your legs. Um, but then very quickly it changed to somebody who is, is like a king and they're wearing a full robe. And when they put the crown on, though, instead of it sitting on the top of their head, it was a very long crown that actually fit completely over their head, almost more like a helmet uh, sitting on the shoulders. So it's almost like um, if if this is a person in your life, that this is somebody who holds, who has or carries himself in a position of authority like a king. But yet I think that there's a certain irony to it or – uh, or, or comicalness, comicness, um, that's not the right word, but comical about this person because of the way that that helmet is. But there's clearly somebody who throws around a lot of weight. They're wearing this full red robe, um, you know, that probably hasn't been worn since the Middle Ages, uh, but, but that's the way they dress. In order to be very, they're very flamboyant in that color, and um, but you know there's something also about this person's head, and and that's what the symbol also of the crown uh, covering the entire head. It's almost like the head is uh, I want to say small, but um, but it's also there's a distortion there within within the the thought of this person. Oh my God! You're Even, talking about my ex-husband and the last person before me. Not this person I'm with now. You're talking about the previous two men in both ways. Mm. One oh was gosh. like a court gesture, and he was like um, he thought he was a ruler of everyone, and he was a sociopath. The second one was a sociopath too, and he was a fake guru and a spiritual vampire. So what oh. you were saying, and he was flamboyant in his clothing, and I couldn't see it. Both of the men you described were my past. Wow. 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 And now. I do have something wrong with my feet right now. So that's interesting. I need to get that chime yeah. from um, from that TV show, the that Twilight Zone, do 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 do, so I can hit that button. <laughs> that's my life. That's my life. Well, I need to get that but, but, that music and and play that when this happens. But the but yeah. the person now is not like that. Can you zero in on that person? 
Well, before I go there, they're focusing very much on your legs. Now, it wasn't your feet, but it's your legs. That My ankles. On with. My ankles. No, no, they're showing, me, they're showing me your thighs. Your thighs, it's like you're sitting on a chair. Your thighs are bare. There's nothing over them. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not wearing clothes. Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, you're good. I'm wearing a rope. Oh, my God. Grab that pillow and place it on your lap, please. I'm covering my robe right now. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'd like a testimonial okay. from you, too. <laughs> but I, just want to, I just want to say that, yes, that, that, that's the case. But it's also symbolic about it, and it may have to do, because... I'm still seeing that clown, crown, king, whatever, and and they're in front of your legs. And so whether this is, a, this is probably a sexual symbol as well. Oh, my God, is, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and so. Uh, that was the previous, you're talking about the previous person. Yes, I was a sexual. That's what he wanted me for. I was enchained by him. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. That's what the spiritual vampire okay. wanted. Uh-huh. Oh, my. Got it. Wow, you really are good. All right. <laughs> now, let me see if I can get anything about your present partner. Yes, please. Um, they are saying he's worthy. Um, they're not showing me anything yet. What's with the throat? There's uh, nothing there. Does he have, have difficulty expressing himself? Oh, no, that's me. Oh. So but I'm doing it fine to today. Are you afraid of this man? No. This is one man I'm not afraid of. But you've, you've existed for a long time with a loss of power. Because now it's, as we're talking, it's going down to your solar plexus. And this is both. It's your throat and it's your, and it's, and it's your solar plexus. This is why you've gotten into those relationships in the past. Because you... See, just now I couldn't even speak. So um, I'm getting very nervous. Um, oh, I'm sorry. My ankles are very tight right now. Are you afraid of yeah. pushing this guy away if you speak your mind and tell him how you feel? Is that a Oh, no, no. He's the first one who who I was able to speak to. Oh, so, good. No, but right now my out. ankles are so tight, so maybe you're feeling the tightness in my ankles are hurting. There, I'm I'm feeling it from your solar plexus to your throat, and this may be your normal way of being where you lose your power that way. I am not seeing him. The only word they said about him is that he's worthy. That's the only word I've heard them say about him. Mm, okay. I think I think the issue is not with him, and it's not with those two guys. It's me. You hear me? Yep, it's my power. Yes. So what it is, and it's if you heard the earlier part of the show, we create, we bring into our lives the people that reflect how we feel inside of us, okay? Or we manifest now, things. I, mm-hmm. Say again? I yes. manifest things. Exactly. So there is something about, it, he may have been a sexual vampire, but there was something about 
sexuality for you. Yep. That is okay, and uh, I can't. I can't go. You know, we don't have much time. Right. It's what, ha- what happened with my ex-husband. That's why the other person kind of yeah, and my son. It, it's complicated, but it is very what you're telling sexual. Yeah. Mm. What he did to us. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I hope I hope in this brief moment this is helpful to you. I know we're at the end of our time now, and I can't spend any more with you. But um, do you feel like getting my you. power back if I just speak have, my mind? You have work to do. You have work to do. Yes, I do. You have healing. Why don't, you have healing to do. Why don't you work with him and go to his website at shamanride.com, and why don't you get a private consultation so he can go more into detail? Because he's being respectful and not going into too much detail about all this. I can feel it. Is that what you're doing? Yeah. She's just trying to help you maintain your privacy. But I would Yeah, recommend- well, right. When he said the other part, I said more than I was going to, so I wasn't okay. going to say much. <laughs> right. That was your concern in the beginning, and I totally understand that. I'm, I'm a talker, too. So you were perfect the way you asked your question and everything that he brought forth to present to you. Starting, sometimes... To fix our present, we have to go back to the past. That's why it had to start with the exes, so that you can look back at that point, release what developed then, and so that you're a clear, clean slate for this new relationship, which obviously they're saying he is worthy. And the secondary energy to that, the next layer of energy that I feel with that he is worthy is not to worry. Mm -hmm. Don't pick it apart. Not Mm -hmm. to worry. That go with the flow and get this new level of expression going, and this is this is a way above those two other relationships. But you have to get used to it, and that's you have it. to be comfortable. You know what I mean? Right. It's not. That's just the beginning of it. Was like I'm getting used to it now, but it was different than anyone else. And it's interesting because I was listening to the other calls, and I'll you know the word channel. You hear that word yep. channel? Mm-hmm. I'm one of those. So. Mm. When peop- when you're open-hearted and you have this ability, pe- you'll bring forth certain people that will want to use you. And that's pretty much what I learned about the last relationship. So um, he couldn't do what I can do, but he got into my dreams. So I understand now that I got that was my life lessons to realize that you got power there, girl. You use it and don't let anyone else take it. There you go. Beautiful. That's the Thank you. Beautiful, beautiful. I would I would recommend. I don't know when did you tune in somewhere around halfway into the um, show. When you were saying to the other people about their fa- different people that you were talking about me, <laughs> and because when some of the people were that sometimes happens where sometimes when um, my um, resonate with different people my vibrations, so that therefore when someone's having a reading before me or near me, um, mm-hmm. the person doesn't always understand. Yeah, it's me, but. It's me. So okay. if, you, mm-hmm. if you understand how that works, when you were saying about father and, and a, a man in their yeah. life, yeah, you were uh, describing my ex-husband. And when you were saying the rope, oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. Well, You're very good what you do. That's why I'm glad you got me because I was saying, oh, my God, yes, I can relate to this. Yes, yes, yes. And, you know, mm-hmm. so. Well, you you okay. two resonate very well together. And I would recommend listening to the whole show because a lot of really good stuff came out in this one. And, yeah. uh so I had I was told to tell you that listen to the beginning half of the show because there's there was really cool stuff and uh, I am going to if I can find you again and you're on Facebook I'll I'll face friend you if you want to well so. here I'll give you the information right now and, and we'll okay. wrap up the show with you okay Enchantress okay 
My website is spiritualinsightsradio.com. Mm-hmm. From there, you can review an archive of very organized lists by category of every show. I, there's also uh, featured psychics on SIR tab. You can go right to Shaman Rye's information. And his website is shamanrye.com, and that's spelled S-H-A-M-A-N-R-A-I.com. I want to say you're kind, and thank you so much, because believe it or not, I've ran into empaths that will tell, I found out about the wooden child, and I'm the magical child that comes in. And the thing is that some people I know now to be quiet when people are telling me something because they don't want me to share information with them. That's not their job. Do you you know Mm -hmm. when empaths come to you? And they get very upset if I try to share anything with them. So I thank you for letting me talk a little bit. That's why I was to the point where I'm saying, do I? It's really strange when someone tells you your their own your own energy and vibrations makes them uncomfortable. So I guess it's still inside me. Like when I go around people, like, okay, am I going to make this person uncomfortable just by my own being? You know. And I think you're telling me today is it's okay to be me, yes. and don't worry what other people are. Are thinking about my my even my vibrations. It's just be who I am. Absolutely. Exactly. I went I went to a conference over the weekend where I had to get up and give a talk, and I didn't plan to, but I started it out with, you know what? It's an honor to be here, everyone. Thank you so much. And then what came out of my mouth was, and you know what? I particularly appreciate the opportunity to be honest, and not and know that I don't have to worry about what any of you think. And this is a new muscle I'm flexing. But I all my life I've I've done nothing but worry about what other people think. And mm-hmm. I'm really letting that go now because if I'm going to do this and I'm going to start a magazine and my career is going to progress, I can't be worried about what people think. It's my job to help. So Interesting. So you're starting you're a writer. You're a writer. I am a writer. I'm starting a magazine. I've got several books inside me and it'll feel good to be able to get that writing done and go into these topics in a linear format where I can research and present information and help people. So Interesting. Feel- I'm a writer, but I'm a, I'm a writer by my unconscious mind. Rules me. So, okay. uh, yeah, but this is new because as far as that's the first thing I was able to do is write first before. Well, this person inspired me to write first before I can speak because of my past. So okay. wow! So that's to do with your throat, right? Your your speech. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Wow. Communication. And that's what he taught me: communication. Because I couldn't with the other people. No, I couldn't. If you those t- other type of people, you can't communicate with those kind of people. They they think you're a guru, a ruler of the world. Mm-hmm. So, Just wow, whenever you, you are work spot on. This, on. Whenever you mm. work on this, pick a Wednesday because Wednesday is ruled by Mercury, which governs communication. So when Wednesday rules by. It's ruled mm. by Mercury. So when you have an important talk with your boyfriend, when you want to establish a connection for business purposes or teaching others or whatever it is that you do, make sure, know that Wednesday is your peak day. Your energy matches Wednesday. And All Wednesdays? Any Wednesday is ruled by Mercury. I'm born on a Wednesday. Okay. But I'm just tell, I'm just telling you everything is, has energy and the days of the week, the hours of the day. Whoa, i got to look Find, into this. Find hmm. your power hour um, by notice. Here, I'll just say it. Uh, everybody listening, to so find your power hour. Make a list or, or get a calendar where they have the hours of the day, and it's a it's a little bit of an effort. You know, you have to focus, and I know everybody's working, but every hour of the day, like 7 a.m., 8 a.m., 9 a.m., write down how you feel 
in that hour. And then see how you feel throughout the day. Now, for me, 11 o'clock is my power hour. That is when I get all my best ideas, my highest burst of energy. 11, between 10 and 2 is my spike energy, but 11, particularly the hour of 11 a.m. or 11 p.m. is where all the creativity bursts. That's amazing. I write late at night, Uh my unconscious mind, but it's not good because for your health reasons, it's not good to write all through the night. Exactly. Wow, this is but, amazing. Thank you, you for can, this lesson. You're welcome. That's, you can take this energy and then channel it because that that will mess up your circadian rhythms and your body has that natural rhythm to light and dark and, and what I'm talking about, your power hour, your creative hour, your down hour. Every There's one hour in every day where our energy starts to drop and our body tells us, I need to rest a little bit, slow down. And then it revs back up and then you have your second spike at night. But either my, way, I don't know night and day. I don't. I, my body doesn't know night and day. I could do the same thing at daytime as nighttime. It doesn't. Right. Under, yeah. No, it, it'll, there's two power hours, two sets of these times. Mine is ten and two. It feels to me like you're a fire person, which would make between ten and two your wow. best best block of time for creative or work or, or whatever else you want to do or spiritual work. Um, so. If you can rearrange it to where you, you use the earlier one and get yourself in bed by 10 o'clock so you don't have that spike, then you can ah. turn it into another hour. Does that make sense? Interesting. Wow, yeah. this is changing my whole lifestyle. Not to have oh, cool. caffeine late at night either. Well, I thank you so much, and You're I welcome. think that will improve my health too. Yes, it well, will. I can't believe that you, have, you can see that much through the telephone of what I was wearing, but that's interesting. Oh. So, okay. <laughs> We'll um we'll we'll leave it at that and yeah. it's been a very interesting um conversation. <laughs> Tune into the show, go to the website and look for the magazine because this is the kind of stuff I'll be teaching in the magazine. Really? about channel about channels and things like that. Everything I can get my hands on will and we're channeling messages from Jesus and other people. And the idea oh. is help people cultivate the spiritual and metaphysical lifestyle. But you're getting religion into it though, with Jesus? No. No, he's, no, he doesn't talk religiously. He's he's actually quite matter-of-fact mm. and well. loving and rather funny, too. But um, the, the idea is to help people cultivate this lifestyle with these types of tools, and you take what resonates with you, discard the rest. Maybe something will interest you later, but that's what that's I'm doing interesting. with the magazine. That's interesting. Have you ever heard this magazine called OM? O-M? Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah Sounds like something similar what you're doing in a way. Just a little more specific. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. Oh, I yes, wish you the best. I can't wait to do it, and I'll put it on my page and advertise for you. So you. I would thank you so much for your kindness and your wise wisdom. And I'll um, God, I got to change my life again. He, he told me the same thing. You, I got to tell you one more thing, and then I'll let you go. I was in the store, and um, a man came up to me by the oil, and he said the word channel. I didn't even know what he was talking about. Then he said to, he started talking about the last person in my life, and I guess I got a little scared because he said he was coming back. And then I said I almost died that night, and he says, well, you didn't. He was at a different place than you were. Then he said um, this word echo, and P-A-N-C-H-E-D-A-S-I, that philosopher, when I, and, um, when I looked up those two words, oh, he had to give me a hug, so I would always remember him. So... When I looked it up, two days ago, I wrote what that philosopher wrote. So go figure all these. And then everyone's coming towards me that are 
echoing back what I should learn from the universe. Is that totally amazing? The things I res- that leave it's saying leave those people that don't that you you know who they are now that you mm-hmm. you don't feel you know if you can't feel their energy just look how they look how they act around other people mm-hmm. and be with the people that your vibrations um, resonate to yes. and those are the people you should be with. That's exactly yeah. right. Perfect. Because I found out my heart rhythm, my heartbeat rhythm matches with all these different people. And I'll tell you all oh, one more thing. I, I lied. That person that I was in with that guru, what he did, he played a trick. He hypnotized me on the phone because he. I found this out a couple of days ago. My heart rhythm, he matched it with a microphone. So if you match it with someone's microphone and you and you have a sense with music, you can hypnotize that person to but by the beat of their own heart to make them believe that you're in tune with that person. Isn't that sick? It's, it's or very disgusting. clever. It's disgusting and, and karmically charged, and I'm glad you're away from him. Yes, but I know now he, how he did it, so I have to be. But I can use it for my own purposes, so, yeah. Well, watch watch what you do. Well, okay, no, thank I, you. No, I mean, I mean that I'm in tune to you from oh, your okay. vibrations. Oh, so, okay. I thank you, and I'll look for your magazine. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. Wow. Well, this was terrific. A lot of great stuff emerged, lots of wonderful information. Anything to add before we go, Sean Mimroy? No. It's been a lot of fun, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. All righty, then. On that note, until next time, everyone, God bless and be at peace.